welcome to the Simple Minds Podcast, where six mates unpack three topics over a new drink each week. Fuck it, just go with that, we'll fix it if it's... Hello, Simple Minds! Sorry, I know that was a bit too, uh... <laughs> I love it. Jealous. That's good. But we start so boring sometimes, I wanted to bring a bit of hype to our afternoon. Who are you? My name is Travis Hato, I am your host for this lovely afternoon. Or morning, wherever you are. Uh, to my left, I've got Magic Matt Hannum. Hello. Across from me, we've got Jacob the the Prophet Moffat. <laughs> hey, guys. Afternoon. Little Miss Moffat. And I don't have a nickname for you, MD. Sorry. Oh, the, oh sorry. The Stoic Man himself, Michael oh, Duncan. Apologies. I like that. Thank you. And good afternoon and morning to everyone. Good to have you along. So there's only four of us today. We're a couple of men down. Uh, unfortunately, but that's they could, okay. They could call this a lean podcast. Yeah, exactly. Uh, just a little bit of overview on what we're going to talk about today to uh, give you a bit of an insight. Uh, basically, we're going to have a chat today about uh, email addiction and how it's uh, not very spoken about. Obviously, social media addiction is, but email addiction uh, isn't really out there or, or spoken about. And then also uh, procrastination and, and how to, uh, or the tips and the hacks that we use as a group to not beat procrastination, but to, to minimize it to the, the minimum. Um, so I'm on drinks today. Uh, I've brought in a beer that I absolutely love. Uh, we might as well crack it all at the same time. Cheers. It's a uh, Pirate Life, it's called. Uh, so a little bit of story behind Pirate Life. It's brewed in South Australia, in Adelaide, but it's actually brewed by two Perth boys, uh, Jack and Red. Shout out to those fellas. And uh, my kind of link to it is uh, my one of my good mates is one of the main sort of investors, drivers behind the, the brand. And when they started it up, they were traveling from Perth to Adelaide and it took them sort of four or five days to go over. And uh, I went on a big road trip with them and documented it uh, oh, wow. by photos and video and, and got to know the two guys, Jack and Red and, and a whole heap of other guys. And pretty much we just drank a shitload of beer <laughs> for four days and good beer, you know, beers from all the way around the world. Um, so that's how I kind of know the Pirate Life brand. And, and in the last sort of three years, it's expanded and it's gotten really quite big uh, within Australia. Are you allowed to share some of these pics on the on the show notes? Oh, absolutely. On the blog, yeah, definitely can share a couple of those ones. Cool. Um, yeah, camping, camping on the, the Australian boat and stuff like that it was pretty cool. Uh, so the beer that we have today is my personal favourite. It's the um, Mid Strength uh, IPA. It's called Throwback. I just, I just really, I don't know, I just dig it. I think it's really cool, really nice, um, really easy to drink. Some of the IPAs that the craft breweries make now are just. A uh, bit heavy and a bit full on and they're a bit too much to drink. So that's why I really like this one. Uh, I know Pirate Life probably two or three years ago, uh, they won Best Beer in Australia for their full strength IPA. Uh, so if you ever if you ever want to try something a bit different or if you've never heard of them, uh, yeah, check out Pirate Life. Has anyone ever drunk it before? I have, not very often. I'm a bit of a feral feral fan although that is the act like hop hog is one of my favorites but it is ultra flowery and ultra hoppy which yep. i like but you can't have too much of yep. it but it's tasty still but this is beautiful man for a mid-strength beer that is amazing mm. it's really good yeah it's yeah, nice i've had it once or twice and it, there is um there's a few mid-strength beers out there now like there really wasn't too many choices other than maybe a rogers no, yeah. you, know, you, know, yeah. you know what i mean like if you yeah. wanted to 
you wanted, yep. you were driving, you just wanted to have a quick mid strength. There wasn't um, too much out there, but uh, that's a, that's really nice. I think Car I have had mid. A before. I don't I don't well, you could mid. go. There is other options out there. <laughs> the, the old Cascade, <laughs> but um, yeah, no, that there's some there's some some nice options out there now. You know, some some upper. Absolutely. Upper, upper mids. And the sort of craft breweries, the small <laughs> breweries. But saying that, I believe they've just been bought out by a bigger <laughs> conglomerate. Same as uh, Feral. They were bought and out. And the too. Little Creatures. Yes. Yep. So they're three of our local uh, oh, Little Creatures yeah. and gone. And Feral are definitely local. Uh, Pirate Life's Adelaide, obviously. But yeah, they're, they've all been bought out because um, that's just the way the sort of the market went, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, we should probably get on to talking about something other than beer. Can we just wait a sec while I check my emails? Uh, no, shut up. That was a really bad dad <laughs> was, joke. Was almost, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed was it. so cheesy. So, do you want, should we launch into email, shall we? Absolutely, Matt. You uh, take the stage. Oh, I thought this might be a slightly lighter uh, topic, but but also quite serious as well. So, I've I've linked up, and we'll, we'll link up an article that I read called. We banned office emails for a day, and here's what happened. So uh, the thing that, or the reason why I quickly looked into the topic is I, with, there's a lot of talk around social media, and obviously I'm in a social media business, and there's, there's plenty of talk of concern, whether it's you know, just clients generally venting or people are concerned for their children or what does it look like, and, and that we have these addictions and there's a lot of just conversation. Mike, I mean, you're very familiar with this as well around color choices and how there's teams of people at these large platforms like Facebook, et cetera, that are tasked with trying to get us to be addicted to these these things. But the sort of silent um, and but yet massive contributor to our time wasting, I feel, is, is email. And Email is interesting because if someone sends you a message on a social platform, it's a little bit more accepted if you don't necessarily respond straight away, depending on obviously the relationship and what it looks like. But email's got a weird expectation that you kind of have to respond quickly uh, or as quickly as possible in a lot of ways, yet we're really, I think we just generally lack discipline in email. Like people often just flick back little no worries or I will get onto that or, you know, all sorts of emails which just sort of fill your inbox and rather than having done a little bit of work first or whatever before they can close the loop, it just creates this massive task list. And I think we emails just became a thing that the business world um, embraced but I don't think we've still worked out how to deal with it and many people use it as their to-do list. And it basically, I think, just causes a lot of confusion. We don't triage properly. I mean, very few people, as far as my experience, actually have a good habits around email. Um, and it is one of like the oldest forms from the modern digital world for businesses, like yeah. the oldest form of communication. So Which I think why it's so it's ingrained in us. It's yeah. it's part, and everybody talks about you know email is going to disappear and that, but I actually think it's it's the opposite. It's stronger than ever and. Well, it's even worse because all these platforms we now use, right, Mike? I mean, they all send us hundreds of emails a day, like every project management software you use. I mean, you can turn these things off, but my experience is that people don't. And yeah. I, you see someone's inbox and there's thousands and thousands of like bits of information coming at them. And I feel like there's more noise there than the typical social platform or profile that they're looking at. And like you say, it's completely accepted. So everyone, the entire business well, the entire world is really quite comfortable that email is one channel. They're quite happy to accept information there. And um, there's you know added 
responsibility of having to do something with it unless it's a clear email that's just an information piece yeah you're right social social media is kind of seen as oh look that person's on social media he mustn't be very productive that person's on email they must be ultra productive they're They're doing lots of stuff they're working hard on their email (laughs) but it is it's that little especially i use gmail which to be honest has been brilliant for productivity even i still check it regularly and i'm very bad at it but it is in regards to filtering and important messages, it, it kind of does that. So clever, Gmail. Are we all Gmail users? No, please, please enlighten me. <laughs> I will enlighten you. <laughs> Gmail is really good. Um, so, what I've found is, so I'm using my domain through, and that's the thing a lot of people get confused with Gmail, and you can't use your domain, and you know you have to be like travishato at gmail but obviously that's not the case. You can you can. Plug your plug your domain into it and use it as kind of like your overall email platform and documents and all sorts of stuff. I'm not going to do a big sale on Google, but um, <laughs> Gmail's filtering and um, app additions and sort of plugins for it are just phenomenal when it comes to scheduling emails. Um, uh, all, I mean, there's all sorts of stuff. I've got like 60 different sort of um, spelling and grammar and all sorts of stuff. So it's a really powerful platform, but it is still addictive. It's still there and it's still, and this is where it comes down to the individual to, to give themselves blocks of time where, where they can switch it off. And one of the worst things for me, I find myself, I don't know what it is, like three or four times during the day, um, going to my spam folder and emptying it. Yeah. Like, I don't know what it is. It like makes me feel clean or something. Three it's so, or four times a day. Yeah, it's really weird. I don't know. And it, Bloody hell. Yeah. <laughs> Because I'll see suddenly like there's that's how much spam like that. Gmail is really good at, at picking up spam, and like it'll, suddenly I'll see there's like ten emails in there. So I'm like, God, they're not going to get me this horrible spam. So I'll go in there, delete them, and it makes me it's like a little dopamine hit. Like, well, I've cleaned things up. That's good. I actually did a check on because I'm using um, a time tracker on my machine of how much how many hours I've used Gmail this month, and it was thirty hours, I think, thirty one hours. Which actually didn't wasn't too bad. Out of twenty one days, so it's about thirty one minutes a day or something like that, or half an hour a day, round about that, that I'm on email. Which I actually was surprised. I thought it would be more than that, because um, I, I mean that's our main form of communication. We've got, and I do regularly check emails for because we do web design and we've got projects going all the time and things that are quite time specific. So. I tell myself that I need to be checking my emails more often, but I do need to be. That's is one thing I try and do and I'd only do it maybe once or twice a week where I actually close the email and don't open it up until lunchtime or early afternoon but it's something I'm trying to get trying to get I'm an addict <laughs> I'm addicted well, to email. Well that's what I'm saying I, yeah. I believe most of us are um, you know maybe perhaps yourself Hato if you're on a shoot for the whole day you've it's preventing you from that but if I'm if I'm office bound and even when I'm not I'm moving around it it seems to be you don't you don't notice, but it's probably a bigger habit of mine than social media. You you say that, but you know today as an example, I was on a shoot, and quite literally between products being put in, I was checking my email and replying <laughs> because I have shoots on Tuesday that people will contact me about, yep. and they need replies and they need to be in communication. Yep. So yeah, I I struggle with not checking my email even before I go to bed or uh, if I'm driving. No, I'm not driving, but <laughs> if I'm in the car and, say, the wife's driving, I'll literally open my emails and check that first before I check any social media site. <laughs> and if there's something easy and quick to reply to, I'll bang off. I'll shoot it straight off. 
I don't know if that's a trap because you work for yourself and the onus comes on to you. Um, I guess I'll probably see it as if I can reply to those 10 emails uh, now, you know, when I sit down at the office, I'll have time for other stuff rather than, uh, but <laughs> saying that, those what, replies What, what happens back. when you get back to the office? Yeah, you got to reply to them again. <laughs> yeah, so it's, uh, it's completely bullshit. Yeah. I think it's become increasingly a sense of urgency around email that probably wasn't there when the platform first began. If you look at it on like a spectrum from a phone call, which is just an immediate response is required to sending someone like a letter that you know you're not going to get something for days or weeks. Um, email was traditionally probably further down towards the the letter end of the spectrum and that you'd send something and maybe a couple of days later you'd probably expect a reply when you've got text messages and Facebook Messenger and thing. Whereas nowadays, if you send an email, people have that expectation that you're going to reply in a pretty short time frame, especially if it's towards the end of business, if they're looking to make an order or book a, um, a shoot or something, there's an expectation that they get a, an instant reply and therefore you have that feeling like, oh, I need to be checking it all the time because there's that time sensitive nature to it. Um, fortunately for me, I don't get a lot of emails to me personally, um, but we obviously get a fair few through to our like team inbox for customer service, for people changing memberships, inquiries, especially to do with our like kids program. A lot of parents find they try and give us a phone call. Um, we don't answer the phone and therefore they send an email pretty much straight away. But we've got, I've got um, a couple of team members that reply to and, and are responsible for the email. So, it's not something that I currently, fortunately, spend a lot of time in. Um, and I can go probably a couple of days without like hitting refresh on my email. Like I've got it at the moment on is it push or whatever, like the equivalent where like I have to refresh it to see what's new. And sometimes it'll go hours before I check it or I could probably go a couple of days and it wouldn't stress me out oh, too wish. much. <laughs> um, okay, just because it's question, not a nature then, of my business. For, for everybody. Uh if you're sitting down and you've got five minutes to kill and naturally you're going to go on your phone, what's the top three things you're going to open in that order? So is it you know, emails, Facebook, Instagram, or is it you know, uh, in what order and, and how much time are you going to spend on each? Ooh. I would do Instagram first. Probably have a quick browse for a minute or so. Then, then Facebook. Email actually I don't check too often on my phone. I'll use it if I need to contact somebody quickly, if I'm on the road or whatever, I'll use it. But I don't check emails that much on my phone. It's on desktop when I get back to the office. Um, so yeah, Instagram, Facebook, and then... Actually, email would probably be fourth, fifth, sixth. Yeah. Well, Jacob? Yeah, probably Instagram first. Like I used to, when we only had a business Instagram, I would just post stuff and let it be. But now that... I have a personal account and I also unfortunately discovered the like the search function in there where you can see like other people's content that you don't follow. I um I do spend a fair bit of time in there like if I've got 5 minutes to to chill, Instagram first, probably Facebook second, and then I'll end up on like Safari and just look up things on um Google as well. Or YouTube too. Yeah, bit if I've got YouTube, my, if bit of a my, mobile YouTube. I've got my headphones, I'll YouTube as well. Magic Matt. Are you um, having a look at it? Yeah, of course. Yeah, no, yeah, well, I just yeah. no, I opened up my home screen 
just to, to get the feel for like, okay, where would I go first? But so I we'll, think we'll do that in the episode. We'll put all our home screens from today onto the onto the blog. Sounds good. So I probably go to email first because if there's going to be some form of serious direct com, you know, I guess communication to me, it'll be there. Uh, I then go to Slack, which is an awesome tool that I use with my team. Um, but if someone, you know, if it's gone in Slack, then my team's probably seen it. Someone's already caught it. So I guess that's probably why I go to to the email first, just in case there's something that's come direct to me. And then I'll probably jump on Messenger because there's often a lot of communication that's happening, usually a little bit less serious going on. And then I'll jump into Instagram and then Facebook. So more than three, okay. but that's generally the, the way I'll flow. So so you do Most, a bit more business optimization stuff. Look I'll, at I'll do business and organize and, that stuff first. Yeah. Make sure there's nothing I I need to deal with now. If I don't have to address it now, I'll then jump into sort of Insta and Facebook and and respond in there. What about um? Because I mean, the story or the blog that you posted talked about the day they went without email. Yeah. Um. What would you do? Do you reckon you could do it without well, email? Well, um, I, we have tried things like that in the okay. past before, but I might just run through the article quickly. So, yeah, they basically decided they were going to ban office or ban emails in the office for the whole day. So the rules are really simple. No one can check email, send email, and no reply to any email. The only thing they could do is if they were working on something and they really needed to pull out some information that was somewhere, they could open up, dig out that information. That was sort of frowned upon, but you know, that that was there just in case they had to had to do something. Um, they they put a little list down of the things that they learned. So it's kind of interesting to go through that. They said that email makes you feel productive even when you're not. And I think that's a huge one because what I was going to, I guess, ask the group and we can we can go there later is how many times do you see an email that is asking of you an action that you don't really want to do? How many times do you reckon you see that email before you actually address it? So um, check, we'll talk about that later. But so email makes you feel productive even when you are not. Um People took back control of their day generally and were able to organize themselves and go and do the work that they wanted to do. Uh, people were calm and focused, and that was the most overwhelming emotions that they were feeling. They also became hyper aware of their addiction, and they noticed that we people can't stand doing nothing, just can't stand not being actively doing a task and doing something, and that email begets more emails. And uh, so there are a couple of key learnings and what they'd done after is um, they were planning to turn off their email or limit inbox checking during the day and set aside maker time, which we've heard about that maker versus manager time as well in the past. And they were wanting to set aside time to do that. And they'll be running no email days, I think once a month. Okay. So personally, and I, I can... The reason I've raised this is, is I realise that I, I, I think I lose some time in my inbox. I lose some focus in my inbox because someone will give me a task to do and I'll do that before the most important task on my list um, you know, needs to be addressed. And um, I think there's room for us to get so much better. But one thing that I want to do better, um, and I'll be interested to see if anyone does this, is do like a what? how do you triage emails? Now, I have a lot of filters and things set up and things automate very quickly, but um, that sort of if you open it, I think one of the best practices I've heard of is if you open the email, you do one of three things straight away. So I think it's either delegate it, reply, or delete it. And I don't necessarily do that. I will read emails several times at times before I action things. So that's really important. And one other thing that I do 
we do do in the office, and I certainly do myself, is use a tool called Boomerang, yep. which is a, a Gmail tool, and it just allows you to defer um, an email till later. So if you're going to send off an email, and for example, Trav, if you haven't used this before, and you know that they're going to write back pretty quickly with some more information for you, but you're like, look, I don't want that to happen till this afternoon or till tomorrow because I don't want more noise coming back to me. Um, you can you can schedule it to go later. So you can press send, it's gone, but it comes back later. You can also do things like schedule it to come back to your inbox in three days. So you know if you sometimes you might leave something in the inbox and because oh, I want to follow that up. I don't know if anyone's ever done that, but you can you can schedule it to come back and you can also do a few other cool little, little tips and tricks. And and the biggest one, which I need to start using more for me, is inbox pause. So you're able to press pause on the inbox. Oh, that's cool. And then just, you can unpause it, but it'll just hold everything from coming in. Um, and so that way you won't get the notifications. I've seen it that, but never used it, yeah. Yeah, so you can actually prevent yourself from doing that. And most of the time, if it's two or three hours later that you see that you know email, it was fine. And because on another day, in another situation, you would have been preoccupied for those two or three hours anyway, and what's the difference? But we just tell ourselves these stories. So that was their day. That's what I do. I mean, what do you guys think about email, and do you think there's room for improvement? Or, uh, well, I know, well, I'm sure there is, but, like, what, have you got any ideas or things you want to work on? What do you use, Trev? I, oh, for my email, mm. just uh, Microsoft 365. So photography is just through, like, Outlook through my iMac, and then uh, Pewter is through uh, a CRM. So it all goes through the CRM. And I put activities and yeah, reminders and stuff like that. So that's quite a good tool. But nothing to the uh, as as to the extreme of plugins as being able to pause it and uh, boomerang it back to you. I I sit there and, and emails. Oh, I've, I know I've got 10 emails sitting there from a week and a half ago that I still need action, but I really don't want to. <laughs> um, but I'm, I'm a hopeless email person. Uh, <laughs> I don't have Facebook on my phone anymore. I don't. I check Snapchat maybe once a week, if that. Um, Instagram, I enjoy it, but I don't as well because it's become very fake and just kind of bullshit. So I spend more time on email um, and Trello. So we use Trello as a communication, as a project management tool. Uh, and I use that as my to-do list. So I'm always on there looking at what I need to do, what I need to use. Um, so yeah, email would probably be a massive problem for me and emails replaced that, uh, mindless scroll that you used to do on Facebook or Instagram as more, uh, as, uh, sorry, um, as much as what you used to do on Facebook. Um, yeah, so I, I see email as a big problem for myself and it's funny because after, after reading the, uh, content that you shared around, we spoke about it. I really kind of reflected on it the last couple of days. I was like, oh, holy shit. Like, look at the time I... Yeah, even the sneaky pull the phone out of the pocket, refresh your feed. Oh no, emails. Okay, yeah, put it back in. Uh, I just I do it constantly and all the time, and I think it's a really bad habit that I'm creating. And I used to do that at Facebook, and that's why I got rid of Facebook. Um, but I can't can't get rid of emails. I need them there. I just need to control it better. Can you see notifications on your phone visually if you just pull your phone out to see if there is emails? Because I don't have that on my phone. No, so you I can't, don't have you, that. Yeah, yeah. I don't have that for any of my apps yeah. Um, yeah. except for Messenger because uh, I quite like Messenger because that's all my friends and I mean, you know, all those sort of groups with your boys and that sort of stuff that I enjoy sort of talking shit about. Yep. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no no notifications from Instagram, Facebook or email. That's one thing that I've definitely tried to... And my phone is always on silent. 
like you will actually never really see me with my phone not on silent for that reason because you know it's always in arm's length so if it's ringing you can tell it's ringing it's vibrating um yeah and the you don't need to hear that your emails are coming through or anything like that that's a good hack the no no notifications is is a game changer i reckon switching that stuff off as well i i did it a little bit before that but certainly once or after i had kids our phones are just permanently on silent and like you say the longest you go, even if you've missed a call, is is not long. You know, at worst case, twenty minutes yeah. or an hour, and you've really been preoccupied in that instance. But I'm um, usually, yeah, okay, someone you missed a call, cool, call them straight back. You don't, um, you don't want to have the noise around, and at least you can control a little bit of that timing when you want to do something. And you know, it's, likewise, they, it's very rare that it's really important. Yeah. If it's really important, and I'm running around the office, well, they're probably going to call the office line. Or you know, same with the email. They're, they're gonna they're gonna escalate in some way. You know what their, their communication is, and very 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 rarely is it important enough to to warrant it. But we do. I, I do that sneaky little. You know, I, I notice myself trying to refresh and see if there's emails coming through. And I'm like, what am I doing? <laughs> like, why why am I doing that? Do you think it's because we've our, our attention span has decreased so much in the last sort of ten years? Like, I I know I'm terrible. I've I was never good as a kid anyway. Uh, not that I'm on the border of ADHD or anything like that, but I've always been a high energy sort of, um, I'm a fiddler, as you can probably will tell if you watch me in a podcast, like I fiddle the whole time. Um, but my, my attention span's got so much worse in the last five, 10 years for sure. And I think a lot of people would be in the same boat and that's why it's just that constant stimulation of, you know, pressing something, touching something, seeing something go, oh crap, I got to hit, you know, I'll reply back to it. I don't know. Is, is that... Any, any comments? I think so. I mean, how often do you check your mailbox? I would, you know what? I'll, I'll record it one day, like next. How week. many times do you check? Like on on email or on computer or my no, phone? No, on your at your house. Oh, I reckon. No, uh, your actual physical mailbox, like. Oh, oh, my <laughs> mailbox. I don't. Ashby does. <laughs> legitimately i don't think i remember the last time i checked the physical mailbox because i seriously think some people over 75 have an addiction to checking mailboxes <laughs> no you see no honestly no, no, i've seen I, I people go out six times a day I've, to check i have it. seen that in, in elderly neighbors where they're like they're out there and you're like what are you doing <laughs> for starters they don't deliver anything today like we've moved to a like what three day a week it's system Sunday. here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's Sunday. Like a, best case scenario, the local the local papers in there, <laughs> but otherwise, what are you doing? I, I, I've seen this bike. But I, I don't mind that because that gets you out of the house. It does you bit get of some exercise. Sunshine, you get you get twenty you're twenty five steps into the letterbox, twenty five back, and for an elderly person, no, that's perfect. But you're also, right. it gives them the opportunity to talk to someone. Because a lot of pe- a lot of elderly people can go two, three, four days without even talking to anybody. Yeah, so. I know. That is that, no, you're right. I feel bad now. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you pick on the old people, right? Don't you pick on the old people? But each generation has their own version of uh, an attention. Um, I said a grab, grab. Like for us, it's it's now Instagram, Facebook, mm. social media, email for. For that generation, it might have been checking the mail or... Um, <laughs> That's about it, I think. There's, yeah. <laughs> and there's just, and I guess for, for our kids' generation, there's, there's oh, all man. sorts of new apps and there's Snapchat. And there's all these things that are not only a direct message now, but it's something that disappears in 10 seconds. So it's kind of like you can just send lots and lots of little snippets knowing that they're not going to 
not going to be around. There's a lot less permanence to the communications. Um, I know that for myself, I I like being in a position where I, I'm not required to be able to like check email or be access to mobile phone too often. Like I do it out of habit and I do it as a, a form of, I guess, pro- procrastination or as when I'm just a bit bored. But there's never a day where I need to be accessed via email. And like 90% of the time when someone calls me, I, I usually just ignore it and just let it go to voicemail. Like unless it's like my mum or family or someone I know. But if it's a random number, I just go, cool, I'll leave that. If it's important, they'll leave a message. If not, it's not important. I'll just, I very rarely call them back. So there's sort of the play between phone and email then with clients, especially we're all in business, is, an, is a funny one. I would much rather – I do love speaking to clients. I mean, that's one of the things we do is, is have that communication with clients. But there's something about email is a lot easier, isn't it? I mean, it's a lot easier to, number one, articulate what you're going to say. Um, Document. Yeah, document, definitely, yeah. I approve that (laughs) over the phone. doesn't quite work as as well as I approve that by email. Um, So that's an interesting one. Yeah, phone, you look at the phone, you see it's a number come up and you're like, there's always a hesitation, whereas email, you're looking at it straight away. It's like, boom. Do you think, Jacob, sorry sorry to cut you off, Mike, do you you think you're hiding from it at all? Um, Possibly yes, but kind of on purpose, is that I don't, necessarily want to be in a position where I'm I guess that important that I need that like someone could call me at any point of time or anyone could email me and expect a response immediately like if anything that important that comes through my inbox I'll just leave it as unread knowing that I'll get five or ten notifications that build up over a month maybe and I'll just like every once like once a week or every two weeks I'll go through and pay that bill or reply back to that person or or something but um I can attest to that as well because I, when I send you actually one of the clients when I send you an email it is a few days until he gets back and I worry if he likes me anymore it's, it's, it's a bit strange yeah and and that's something that I've gotten used to and like I, I guess take for granted like if you send me a new version of a website page and you're expecting a, a response in five minutes or a I'm few hours for you, and it's literally been like a week or two and I'm like, oh, I'll get back to that eventually and it's just sitting there as like a notification. <laughs> That's scary on your behalf too, Mike. Yeah. If, you're, if, you're, if you're building that, because he, he doesn't care on the other yeah, side, right? Whereas care. you're like, why hasn't he got back to me? <laughs> yeah. Like it's been three days and Jacob's like at the park doing chin-ups. And, uh, <laughs> pretty, <laughs> he's like, whatever, much. there's probably some emails there somewhere. Yeah, Someone yeah, wants yeah. something. As long as he's left mine unread, I don't know. He, may, yeah. he might delete them, I don't know. But, but I challenge you, like I... <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's that's interesting. I, I wonder what is it that you mentioned that you don't want to be important enough to get that phone call or to get that email. And I, I wonder what that is because you you are a leader. You're, you're running a business, an organization, a family. What, what, what reason would you not want to be the person there to take a responsible or to make a responsible decision um, when one arose? Um, like occasionally there are things that pop up like if someone sends me an email and it's like I can tell it's um, important, I will get back to it quicker. Um, like today there was a couple of back and forwards between Mike and I about um, a quick little like website update and like I know if 
there's no point delaying that process and holding. I was up very on it. excited, by the way, getting that communication. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's often little like in, um, like small pieces like that that I can get back on real quick. Whereas something like um like a new design for a web page, I'll I'll sit on it for a bit. I'll think about it. I'll I'll give it time and just the I'm fortunate because of the nature of the business I'm in. I'm not required. Like if I was a an accountant or a lawyer or a professional um, in the kind of or in the creative space like you guys are, people expect things real quick. Whereas I can action changes to membership stuff in in a few days. I can leave a lot of things, um, and I quite like that. Um, every I, one of my favorite TV shows is Suits, and I'm constantly like feeling stressed at the the fact that it's like 11 o'clock they're about to go home and it's like no we're staying here tonight because there's this problem that's arisen whereas i'm like no i'm quite happy to clock out and enjoy some family time or kind of not not be required under with that sense of urgency um and like you guys know me i'm a i don't tend to move with much of a sense of urgency or purpose um and how is that being on time habit is that getting better or comes and goes but still still an issue um and because of that just i like to just go with the flow and and not be not have someone be in charge of my time i guess and i mean let's not get it wrong email is an amazing fucking thing i, I oh, mean yeah. for my business compared to say 10 years ago using email where because i had like big like 15 meg files and stuff like that where i can now send that through email through G- I used to have to get a courier to get like a, a disc or whatever and send it through. It's like email Email is fucking brilliant. I mean, you can't run your business without it. Yeah. So pull the fax machine out. Oh, exactly. I've never, do you know, I've never ever used a fax. Never ever in my whole life. Neither. Joke, yeah. Uh, okay. So for someone, let, let's put it in a practical term in a sense. If uh, someone's listening today and they go, holy shit, <clears throat> I'm like Travis, I've got a really bad email problem. What can we give them to help? With either not breaking it, but just managing it better, I think because uh, well, I'm not sure we're the experts. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> Maybe if someone has a has an answer, I think hashtag be like Jacob. <laughs> but you don't have to be an expert. It's uh, I don't know, like what? So for me, for Facebook, I, I got rid of the app on my phone. And I only check it on my desktop maybe once a day, five, ten minutes, and that's all I spend on Facebook now. So email, is that having the willpower not to, to use it? I guess, is it being aware, firstly, of, um, you know, <laughs> I don't want to use the old cliche, you have to be aware of your problem first, but, um, you know, turning off your notifications, I think, is a, is a very good one. Um, anyone else? I've got another one. Um, there was... A uh, person I emailed this week, I got an automated reply and it said, um, hey, thanks for your email. Um, I'm trying to be more productive. I've got two narrow windows each day, but between 10.30 and 11 and 3.30 and 4 that I check email. Um, if your email falls outside of that, I'll get back to you tomorrow or whatever. It's kind of, so they're trying to create better habits for themselves to only have specific windows to check email but they're also training their clients and their kind of recipients to know that not to expect an immediate response um some people might check it 
at lunchtime um, and at the end of the day so they can kind of clear it and go home fresh. Um, and again, that's creating better habits for yourself to go, I've got productive hours and I've got my email kind of specific times. But then also people who you correspond with know, oh, cool, if, I, if it's important, I'll call them, I'll PM them or whatever their more instant reply is. I don't have a problem with email. <laughs> when look at that, it was really interesting. The thirty-one, the thirty minutes a day. I was actually quite happy with that. Like thirty minutes a day. Yeah, I wouldn't say that's a problem. That's yeah. what you said. I thirty hours over, over twenty-one over, days. Over, over I can't remember what was the exact thirty hours, hours. over twenty-one. Was, sorry, days. eleven hours on Gmail since the beginning of the month, which equates to thirty-one minutes um, okay. a day, which I thought was pretty good. I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll take that. That's that's pretty good. So, yeah, no problem for me. But um, I think one of the things I need to and I want to get into habit to do and I do it every now and again is the checking in the morning. That's fine. Anything to do, you know, any, any major things going on. And it's been different now that I've got Victor on board as well because he's on, on day-to-day management of the, of the project. So he's kind of he's getting a, the brunt of the client emails, which has been really good. So, yeah, so check it in the morning. This is what I'm going to do from tomorrow. Saturday tomorrow, isn't it? From Tuesday after the public holiday, check them in the morning, open them at 11 a.m. or lunchtime. What do you think, guys? What, let's, let's get a timetable here. What, Can what I challenge you on checking it in the morning, though? Because that is already beginning your day in a reactive manner. Ooh. I know it, Jacob. one um, of the things that the article no, said. I'm not, is, for my business, I need to check it in the morning in case anything's come in that, needs, that does actually need actioning directly to my business for that day. What time do you get to work? About quarter to nine. Because I'm, I'm not doing this now. I don't check it at home, actually. In the mornings before I get to work, I do not check my emails. Because what I, what I have done in the past is get in, what it, let's say I'm in earlier and I'm in at 7.30 or 8 o'clock. You can actually push an hour, 90 minutes of working on something really important before you open your inbox. And at 9.30 or, you know, 9.15-ish, no one's really expected you to action much yet. Yeah, yeah. So you can sort of get away with that, but potentially you know, knock off the biggest, most important yeah. task that you, you wanted to get done that day. Yeah. I quite like setting the tone with looking at my emails, just having a look, five minutes. Ten, so by about just after nine o'clock, I'm all I'm into project work, doing, doing whatever. But I need to be much stricter with it. So as I said, like checking them in the morning, depending, I mean, I'm in the middle of like all sorts of projects going on. So there is a worry and anxiety in the back of my head. It's like, I do need to check it. I don't know if that's just... Well, it's whatever works for you too. Oh, you definitely, know, like yeah, if that, yeah. If that is fine with your productivity, then I, I say keep doing it. I, I think you're onto something with that, Matt, because I get in the office about 7.30 and um, for the first hour, I probably check my emails and then it first creates... First hour? Yeah. That's, really? Yeah, well, I get a lot of emails. <laughs> um, that's a lot of emails. And it definitely, Jacob, does make you reactive. Um, so I think that's something I'm going to implement into my days and try to do the first two hours of just knocking off the big stuff that I need to knock off and then become reactive uh, with my emails and checking them. And literally, I I have notifications on Messenger and I saw a message come through about oh, 20 minutes ago. And with that little break, I checked it and replied. And without even knowing, I clicked on my email and refreshed it without even thinking about it. And then I clicked on an email ready to read it and I... I eventually went, holy shit, what am I doing? That's how, that's how much it's, you know, 
Was this during the podcast? Literally, <laughs> literally a minute ago when you were talking. Yeah, I saw. I saw you do it. Yeah, crazy. I thought something serious must have been going on. Yeah, I, I don't know. That's 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 how much it is ingrained into me at the moment. That yeah. Anyway, so here's a question: How many emails are in your inbox? Uh, thirty-one. Currently, everyone else primary inbox. I've got a couple, but yeah, I have like seven emails. But uh, my my two work ones, twenty seven, which is actually a lot for me. So some shit's going on. I better check me. <laughs> so I don't know what's. Jacob, I've zero unread. <laughs> actually, I've... I've got an email from Travis. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Must be a reply. I've got about, I've got about twenty in there as well. Um, uh, I emailed which is interesting through the, <laughs> yeah. the podcast. It's interesting because I think. That's not a standard representation. Like I try and quickly clear as much out as I as I can. Sorry, and um, but I open like even team members, and I've tried to work with them to reduce their inboxes. And certainly, a lot of people I see have got thousands and thousands. And if you've got that many, then you need to find a system or do something. Like it's not that I don't receive a lot of email, but I set up rules. I do things to try and like carve out because I already know I'm going to be in there working so much. If that was you know, if I walked away and came back and there was hundreds, you would never get on top. I mean, I think one thing that people don't do is unsubscribe to all the shit that you've subscribed to. Like, people love just getting this piles of shit just to deliver to their inbox. There's an amazing tool called Maelstrom, M-A-I-L-S-T-R-O-M, which you hook into your into Gmail. I think it has an Outlook, um, Outlook um, connection. And it lists all your emails. And it categorizes them into who sent it you can unsubscribe through it so you can select all your all your subscribed emails and click unsubscribe on one go so that's once a week i I get onto that and literally shift all my emails into folders such a maelstrom do it if you're on gmail or outlook really good yeah yeah yeah. i'm a big unsubscriber yep i hate i hate crap that's coming into my I think. Do you think uh, people use it as a procrastination tool as well? Do you yeah. think it's just yeah. a, a, an easy thing to to use? Oh well, I'm being productive, but I really I'm just procrastinating because I'm replying back to nothing. <laughs> I, I think it's two two big things. I think it's fear. So I think it's the same. Like there could be something there, so I check. And then the other one is procrastination because it's easy just to open that up. And you can actually do nothing but just open a bunch of them up and not even respond to any or do anything. And all you've done is waste time. Like you've, like you say, you've just cleared out 10 pointless emails that shouldn't have been there in the first place or whatever that looks like. I think it's a massive procrastination tool, procrastination tool that people use to say, oh, I'm, re- I'm really busy. Look, I've got thousands of unread emails. I'm really busy. And there's the odd time where you check your emails and none have come in and you feel worthless. Feel like nobody loves me. Like why? Why don't I have any emails today? What's going on? Is which is shows there is a horrible connection. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Jacob's got none. So how do you feel? Um, I know that a little hurt. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it doesn't bother me too much. Like in a day, I know I'll probably get one to two important emails, and then an important I mean just like something I possibly have to reply back to um and the rest are just notifications or like my morning enneagram or like how much sales are coming through that day and little things like that like i'll refresh it in the morning it'll take me five minutes just to go cool 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 that's what's happening and then i'll 
I, I can more or less leave it for the rest of the day and know that not much is going to... Um, um, it's more or less just seeing that, oh, cool, there's four or five things. I just put them all to red and then I'm, I'm pretty happy. So what do you use uh, as your main procrastination tool then? Um, if, if emails and... Pull-ups. Yeah. <laughs> the, the pattern is exactly the same as you guys. It's if I'm reading a book, if I'm doing a task and I just come across just a little bit of friction, whether it be getting to the end of the page and end of a, a chapter or whatever, or it's doing a task and I just have to think for a moment, I just get distracted, pull out the phone and it's usually at Instagram or Messenger or whatever the notifications are, I kind of react to it. So sometimes I'll open it up, there'll be nothing and I'll put it away and get back with what I was doing. But sometimes there'd be a Facebook message or at the moment a big one is like the Facebook pages manager. I'm just getting lots of um, sub sub people subscribing to a, a list and things like that. Um, so now I've got to go through the process of turning off notifications for these new apps that I'm using because I can see the same patterns arising. Um, but the, that's the biggest bit I took from the article is it's not necessarily what you're doing to procrastinate, whether it's email or social media or checking out a video or something. It's the fact that you're breaking that, that flow and especially for you guys that are in a, the creative space um, whether you're doing videos or photography or trying to create like a new layout for a website, you need unbroken, uninterrupted time to get in that kind of creative space. And if, you're, if your phone's even within arm's reach, um, you're going to be able to pick it up and check it and then just straight off down that kind of wormhole of, oh, I'll check that message, oh, I'm on Facebook, oh, I'm and then like 10 minutes later, you're back into that task. You've got to kind of start fresh. I, I, that's where I think with procrastination, like if you're going to use your phone as a procrastination tool and you have it there and you flick it and it's like, well, the way I'm going to beat that is by putting it over the other side. You're going to actually just replace that with something else. Yeah. I, that's what I feel anyway. So like I try not to use like cheap hacks like that to beat procrastination. Um I think for me, like I allow myself to do it, bang, 20 seconds, I'm aware of it, I'm straight back into what I'm doing rather than <clears throat> you know trying to hack it by putting my phone over there and then I'm actually on news.com you know, searching about panda bears. You know, so the yeah. same sort of thing but it's just in a different medium. So for me to beat that procrastination, um, for, it, it's all about awareness and then I'm, I'm not trying to replace habits. I'm just trying to understand what's instigating the habit and then replacing the uh, the feel-good feeling of actually doing that or the procrastination type of that. That's that's the way I try to do it anyway. Yeah, You've got to tackle it at the source, <clears throat> not the symptom. Yeah. yeah, and by the way, YouTube's much better for panda bears. <laughs> much you. better. Slides is all sorts of things. I don't know why on. panda bears just came to me then. <laughs> on news.com as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, free plug news.com. Uh, but that was a really, not a, sponsor. a really interesting point you brought up about when, you, when you're doing a task, say a creative task or whatever it is, and you come across something where your brain has to click, kick in. It's such an easy thing to not have to think harder and check something. I, yeah. was, I thought that was a really interesting point. And I think in that point is, had that distraction not been there, had that pattern not been there, would you have come across a solution? Would you have... Um, and like productivity, there's always that feeling of having to get back into it to kind of like you've got to warm up a little bit you've got to do the activity if you get distracted then you've almost got to like 
get it takes a moment to like build the pace up again um i find that when i'm trying to create a new workout or work on like a new bit of content or something like if you get distracted you're not just immediately snapping back into that moment you're in so that's if you're able to create a space where you check email half an hour first thing in the morning half an hour at lunch half an hour at 4 30 before you leave the what's having structure yeah like if you have structure to your day and to what you're doing you know you're gonna have far less procrastination yeah because you know something's unlikely to happen in a four-hour window between like nine and 12 for example so you're like cool i'll check it now i'll check it again at midday and there's that it settles that anxiety that you would have about or wonder if there's a notification or i wonder if there's thing you go i'm gonna kind of scratch that itch in uh in a few hours like if you have a day without eating food all you think about all day is food um, and snacking and when it's available whereas if you just eat breakfast lunch dinner you can kind of go it'll be a few hours before i have a meal i'm probably going to be okay um i think email could potentially be the same social media could be the same and i think we are all in businesses where social media is a big part of what we do we're posting um posting content we're replying to messages we're engaging with our customers Um, matt especially is his business is um, to a big, large degree, um, social media based. Um, so you can easily make the argument that, oh, this is productive work. I'm responding to clients. I'm checking Facebook for work or whatever. But and that's true. Like I can, like if I want to dig into my phone, I can check like many businesses like yeah. notifications. If I wanted to get like if I wanted to go down that rabbit hole, I had, there's a lot of stuff that I could potentially <clears throat> convince myself is important that I that I could be spending the time on. Like and I. You can't even get there. There's just that much. Yeah. So I think it's creating that expect, like creating the habits yourself to know whether you turn your phone on to airplane mode between 9 and 12 and then again between 1 and 4, for example. You have like two big windows where you're just essentially uncontactable unless, um, and like airplane mode's good if someone calls like three times, it's going to pick up. So if it's an emergency, it's probably going to come through to you. Are you a um, third-time person if you see the same one coming through? You're like, after three, you're like, got to pick it up. Um, if I see the same number, I'll, I'll still, regardless, just ignore it until they leave a message because then I can – and I, I don't know what – It's not important. If they don't leave a message, to be honest, it's not savage. that important. Yes. Yes. Absolutely savage. Yeah, and, and it's purely because – I don't know if it's because I'm part of a young generation that doesn't necessarily like speaking to people on the phone or whether it's just me personally, but I'll – if I have to find out more information about a business, I'll look on their website, I'll send them a message, I'll chat to their little like chat bot before having to pick up a phone and call someone. And it's the same. When people call me, I'm like, nope, you're interrupting my time. I'll get to that when I'm ready. Um, and I find emails the same. If someone, unless I can tell what's important, um, and it, for me, fortunately, it very rarely is, um, I'll just, I'll leave it. If I know I need to respond to it, I'll leave it as unread because... At worst, it builds up like five or ten over a few weeks. If I don't need to respond to it, I just let it fall down the um, just fall down the list. Like I don't sort or delete any emails except for bills. I'll drag them across to like a bills to pay folder because I know that's something I need to be reminded about. Um, every now and then, I'll, I'll let Mike's um, reminders to pay his bill come through because I quite enjoy reading them as well. 
Um, I should switch them off for you, actually. That's pretty bad that I've still got them on. Yeah, but they're good. It's like, oh, have you forgot? Have have you forgot to pay this? Perhaps it's behind the couch. And I'm like, oh, if I leave it like another couple of weeks, do I get like an escalated <laughs> version of this? It's just probably so, a bad, bad think, thing. People are probably waiting for it, just like not paying the bills oh just God. to see what the next like, email is. What happens be? after six weeks? Oh. <laughs> Yeah. Anyone else got anything to add before we? What have we learnt today? Wrap, 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 wrap it up. Um, what es- have we learnt? Especially what actions are we going to take away from this? Like, I know if we've all agreed that whether it be email or social, or there's some digital distraction that's potentially harming our productivity, what's the the big takeaway? Well, the reason why I brought the topic is really because of the procrastination piece, and I. I've been quite busy, I've had a lot on, and I'm like, okay, where can I start to find more time? I think I already have a lot of efficiencies in what I do, but there's always more. And this was one thing that I realized, okay, this really is just not a not a very topical piece, but something that we do use as a procrastination tool very heavily, and we've, we've decided that it's work. Like, you, you can social media other things it's like oh you're on youtube you're just messing around but when it's email it's work but it's not necessarily and um i I think there's a lot of time in there uh, and i'm wondering why i allow that to take control of certain situations or or derail another activity that i would have done and i'm wanting to be very mindful of that and and look at some other skills and techniques which are all things i've seen before but just not implemented but i have a very real reason for that right now is that there's a lot more going on. I need to fit more time or need to fit more in the time. I don't think this emails is are going to give improve. you that time back, though. I don't think emails are going to give you that time. Record it for the next couple of weeks and have a look how much time you actually spend on Gmail. That'd be an interesting... Because I actually think emails aren't the time that's disappearing for you or that your perceived time that's disappearing. I don't think so. Because I was surprised, as I said before, like the 30 minutes a day. It was like, all right. It's actually on your phone, but right? No, 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 oh, no, no. This is on my desktop. On... This is desktop. Yeah. yeah, yeah, recording on my desktop. So, um, I don't know, man. I think it's, it's elsewhere. Yes, I've learned that I, I actually have a serious email problem. <laughs> uh, no shit, like I I use it because I bullshit to myself to say that it's uh, it's work. It's okay because you know for me anything that revolves around work, like I can skip out on family events or I can skip out on going to the gym or going to basketball because it's work. Because it's one of my values that I value very highly. Uh, And yeah, I've lied to myself for a a fair while. And whether if I've just replaced the Facebook app on my phone with checking email more, highly likely. (laughs) So that's the next step for me to to figure out what the trigger is and then understand why I'm checking my mail so much. So we'll see. So... That was anyway. an interesting topic. I like yeah, that. That was, that was good. Cool. Hey, if, just on that as well, if you uh, do like some of the crap that we talk about, uh, please leave us a review. Uh, or send Jacob an email. Send Jacob an email. <laughs> yeah. um, engage. Get back to you in a few weeks. <laughs> yeah, we've, we've had a fair bit of engagement in the last few weeks, so we thoroughly enjoy it. And and uh, thank you for the people who do engage, and we, we implore you to engage some more and uh, leave us a couple of reviews because that certainly helps us um, Reach a few more people and help a few more people and um, get everyone to hear the soothing voice of Justin Bourne, who was not here today. Yes, a couple of absences today, you may well have noticed. Yes, definitely. His is one of them. Anyway, bye for now. Thank you again, and uh, we will see you next week. Bye-bye. Ciao. Thank you. Champagne.